Now this is God, the God kind of faith. Believe that what you say will come to pass. Believe that what you say shall come to pass. John 1, 2 says, Beloved, I wish above all things that thou mayest prosper and be in health even as thy soul prospers. Amen. Will you allow me the privilege and the honor to be able to break forth the bread of life just a little bit more? And we're going to focus right along the lines of healing. Amen. Uh, honestly, doesn't matter what your approach, what you have need of in the holy written word of God. You got to pass through the door of faith to get there. Amen. So I like to start in Paul's writings to the church at Corinth in 1 Corinthians chapter 2, verses 1 through 5. It says, And I, brethren, when I came to you, I came not with excellency of speech or of wisdom, declaring unto you the testimony of God. For I determined not to know anything among you save Jesus Christ and him crucified. I was with you in weakness and in fear and in much trembling. My speech and my preaching was not with enticing words of man's wisdom, but how should it be? Was not with enticing words of man's wisdom, but in demonstration of the Spirit and of power. We need in the body of Christ, in our fellowships, in our churches, in our Bible studies, in our prayer meetings, we need a demonstration of the Spirit. I said we need a demonstration of the Spirit in the body of Christ. And then in verse 5, he tells us why. That your faith should not stand in the wisdom of men, but in the power of God. If you have a pen, and if you have not yet done this, or some way made a note in your Bible, right there at verse 5, I wrote, my faith is in the power of God. Our faith should be in the power of God. Amen. So there are many, many, many ways that healing is administered. One way, not the only way, is by the laying on of hands. I could go through this list quickly. One method of how healing is ministered is just to receive the Word of God. Just simply read, study, meditate the Word, and believe the Word, and act upon the Word. Another method is to demand in the name of Jesus that sickness and disease leave your body. Or a believer can 
demand in the name of Jesus for sickness and disease to bow to the name of Jesus. Another way is receive healing just in the name. Another method is the prayer of agreement. Another method is to call for the elders to come and anoint with oil. Another one is the laying on of hands. Another one, healing cloths, gifts of healings, and the healing anointing. Amen, amen, amen. So, our thoughts today with the many different methods that are uh, ways to receive healing, listen to the first, the very first method, do you recall, was to receive healing through the Word of God. Receive healing through the Word of God. Now, isn't this interesting that just, was it just last week, the emphasis on Proverbs 4, 20 through 22, my son Attend to my words, incline thine ear unto thy sayings. Let them not depart from thine eyes. Keep them in the midst of thine heart. Now listen, and then he tells us why. There's a reason he wants us to attend to his words. There's a reason he wants us to incline our ear to his sayings. There's a reason that he wants us to keep the word before our eyes and keep them in the midst of our heart. Verse 22 tells us, let verse 22, verse 22, here's the reason to attend, to incline, to keep our eyes focused and get the word in our heart. For the word of God is life unto those that find the word and health to all their flesh. Beloved, I wish above all things that thou mayest prosper and be in health even as thy soul prospers. And I love Pastor Philip's message concerning faith and uh, if you be willing and obedient, but faith. And so as I was praying about today's service, and I don't know how many of you do this, but if you knew that someone was coming to visit you because they had, they wanted to receive the healing power of God within their body, how would you feed them? How would you greet them? What would you say to them? Well, the first thing that we ought to say out of our mouth is you've come to the right place. And the second thing is God loves you. Pastor Philip delivered that message this morning that God loves us and God is for us. He is not against us. He is for us in every aspect and every area of our life. What well, does that mean? That just because God is for us, that we don't have a part to play in receiving what God has provided for us? If we start with the simple, most important spiritual gift that we receive, what would you say that is? the new birth. It should be the new birth. That's the most important thing, that we become new creatures in Christ Jesus. So the new birth, the Word of God, tells us how that we can become a part of the family of God. We find that in Romans 10, 8, 9, and 10, that the Word 
the way that we receive the word, we believe it, believe that Jesus is the Son of God, that he came, he lived. He defeated the enemy in every aspect that we would not. In fact, we don't even need to fight the devil. He's already been defeated. We just need to remind him with the holy written word of God. So there is a responsibility that we have even though God has already made provisions. So I'm going to use a natural illustration. If I invited you to our home for a meal I'm going to do all of the purchasing. I'm going to pre uh, prepare the food. I'm going to cook the food. I'm going to have the house with a warm, inviting atmosphere. I will greet you at the door. You will come in. We will fellowship. And I will escort you to the dining room. Is there anything that you're going to have to do? Am I going to have to... Am I going to have to put you in a high chair and sit there with the spoon and fork and feed you? No. You're expected to reciprocate and receive what has been provided. This holy written word is God's plan for humanity. This is God's plan. And it is not difficult to follow that plan. And uh, so last night, I was kind of praying about today's service and what the Lord wanted to do. And I thought, well, I'll just watch last week's service. Did you hear me laughing? I'm telling you, I watched that service. The demonstration of the Spirit, the laying on of hands. How could you, how could you, what, how do I want to say this? Can you think of anything greater than being in a Holy Ghost joy service? Can you honestly think? I mean, you think miracles are great and healings are great, but what is greater than the joy of the Lord that just floods your soul to where you can't get your breath? You can hardly stand. You're not, you really, truly do not care what anybody is you're not even thinking about how you look. So when you think about how, what, whether it be prosperity or whether it be healing, health, wholeness, safety, soundness of mind, the best way is God's way. Amen. The best way is God's way. So how did God start? God started in the book of Genesis, we have 11 times. So let me give it to you. First of all, it's believing and saying. That's the God kind of faith, is believing. I'm going to help you out here. See, someone should have said, believing with the heart. Believing with the heart. Now, <clears throat> I walked up to him and this came to me. We all know that this young man here owned, I don't know how many gyms, doesn't make any difference how many it was, but he was a trainer in helping individuals with their, their bodies. So they, and because 
when you spend so much time praying and you've got so much inside of you, it's kind of like in Mark 5 when Jesus was on his way to Jairus' house. See, I prayed about this young lady that's here and what God wants to do in her life. But she's not the only one here. There's a room full of people here. And you came with an expectancy. You came to pull and draw on the anointing as well. So when in preparation of a meal, you have certain foods that introduce or should introduce, prepare your body before the people that love the steaks. So we're going to have another steak today. But you, you that can eat these good, hearty steaks and your system is accustomed to that kind of heavy-duty protein, there may be one that's veg vegan, vegetarian, and they're not ready for that kind of heavy meat. So that's why you need, this is my style, start at the beginning. Think about a building. We've got general contractors here. You build a building without the proper footing, proper site work, first of all, testing the soil, making sure that that enterprise that's going to be built on that building, that the soil is prepared. Then you've got your footings. Then you have your, you know why I love this man right here? I wouldn't build anything without this man right here that God sent us to be a part of it. Structural engineer, he knows exactly what I'm talking about. If you don't get that footing right, if you don't get that foundational wall right, anything you build on it, oh, it might, it might look really pretty for a while, but just a while. And eventually, things will show up. And sometimes it doesn't show up right away. So this is why I love to start at the book of beginnings in Genesis 11 times. And God said, and it was. Eleven times God said, and it was. And it wasn't just it was, it was good. And then we walk to Job twenty-two twenty-eight. Thou shalt also decree a thing, and it shall. Who is to do this? Thou shalt. See, in Genesis chapter 1, Mr. Attorney, God decreed a thing. And that thing became in existence. In fact, if you go over to Hebrews, it says that he formed the world with, he framed it with his words. And you know what? You frame, you and I frame our world with our words as well. Come on, that's not enough amens. We frame our world. I don't look at the glass half empty. My glass would always be half full, never half empty. <laughs> In fact, when I'm taking my wheatgrass, I don't wait till those cubes are totally dissolved. Four cubes, 
pour water just to cover those four cubes. As soon as it starts diluting, I start drinking it. Drink all of that, then I pour more water. If you're a grass drinker and you let you you wait five, ten, fifteen minutes, throw it in. Just throw it down the sink. You're wasting your money. The benefits of it is get it in your system so that it doesn't oxidize. Immediately get it into your system. Well, there we go. <laughs> We're back to my style. I read the directions. And the directions say, drink it immediately, as fast as you can. So everything in life, there's directions, y'all. There are instructions. I don't care what we endeavor to do. There are instructions. God's holy written word are instructions unto us. And he's telling us here, I know I didn't, I know I didn't live back when Job. I know I'm in the new covenant. I know that I'm supposed to spend, if you're reading faith food and health food, you just read in the last couple of days where Brother Hagin said, spend most of your study time where? Where? In the epistles. But did he say, ignore the rest of the Bible? No, he did not say that. And neither does God say that. The Bible, this the whole counsel of God's word. So what encourages and energizes me about the old covenant, if it was good enough for them, why would it not be good enough for me? But only take it over to where you're living if the bridge can, you can cross over the bridge with it. And it applies in the new covenant. Amen. Job 22, 28. This passage was in the Old Covenant, but I'm going to show you where we're, we're going to walk and cross that bridge over into the new. Proverbs 18, 21, the scripture says, listen to me, this is God telling us how important what we release by our vocal cords using our tongue over our lips. Death and life Death and life are in the power of the tongue. And they that love life, they that love it, life, shall eat the fruit thereof. In other words, watch what you say. So <clears throat> I went on the job site recently and I walked in. Maybe I told you this. If I did, it bears repetition. I walked in and... Uh, uh, the carpenter said, now, don't come near me, Miss Jackson. I'm sick. And I just stopped and I said, is that what you want to be? Do you want to be sick? No, I don't want to be sick. I said, would you like a Bible lesson? Sure, I'd like a Bible lesson. So I gave him a Bible lesson. This Bible lesson I'm giving you right now. I said, now I'm going to teach you right now how to stop that sickness that you've put in motion. So say this after me. The words that I just released out of my mouth, that I am sick, I bind those words up in the name of the Lord Jesus Christ. Those words will not have an effect within and upon my body because I break the power of it. 
And now I release the healing power of God to flow from the crown of my head to the soles to the tip of my toes. You'd be surprised at people that have asked me to pray for them. And in less than 30 minutes after prayer, uh, the individual would say, well, now you know I've got so-and-so. I said, we, didn't, we don't have an agreement here. You just asked me to pray. We just prayed and broke the power of that in your life. Now you just accept, you just opened the door and said, come back in. Come back in. I don't like anything, not even a little beetle bug. I opened a window the other day and there dropped about three or four, I don't know how many beetle bugs. Why are they hanging around the window? <laughs> Trying to get in out of the cold. So I had to take, but it, yeah, it doesn't matter what. I seal everything up. Why would we not seal everything about our spiritual life? That's where everything begins is from our spirit, our heart. Church, I'm telling you, if we spent every day, if we came here every day of the week, and we had a morning and an afternoon and an evening. And we taught on healing, health, wholeness three times a day. 365 days a year would not be too much. Like Pastor said earlier, we don't realize the effects of the contamination of the world, this world that we live in, and what our ears are hearing all of the time. I don't care what your, what your means and avenue, you don't realize what sometimes the images and the words that are coming across those airways, and you are giving attention with your ears, incline thine ear, your eyes. Thank you. Thank you. So, we are at Job twenty-two twenty-eight. Let me move on. Declare a thing and it shall be established. Proverbs 18, 21, death and life are in the power of the tongue. We've already covered Proverbs 4, 20 through 22. Then Mark 11, 22 through 24. Now look at verse 22. Proverbs, excuse me, sorry. Mark 11, 22. And Jesus answering saith unto them, have faith in God. If you study that in the Greek, it should have read, have the God or the, have the faith of God. How many of you know what the faith of God is? Let me see your hands. If you know that you know what the faith of God, everybody should have their hands up. The faith of God we find in Genesis chapter 1. Believe and say, and what you believe and what you say will come to pass. You will have it. Amen. So Mark eleven twenty two, 22, Jesus answering, saith unto them, have faith in God. What does 2 Corinthians? Same, no, I'm not there yet. 
that our wisdom should be in what? The power of God. So verse 23 says, Verily I say unto you, who's speaking here? This is Jesus. Verily I say unto you, whosoever shall say, I don't know what your mountain is. I don't know what your mountain is. If your mountain is poverty, you better find out how to address it and how to use and work the word of God to get out from under that cloud. If it's healing, if it's health concerns, the same goes for that as well or whatever in life. Amen. That whosoever shall say, be thou removed, be thou cast into the sea, shall not doubt. Doubt where? Can you doubt in your head? Absolutely, but don't doubt in the heart. Believe that those things which you say shall come to pass. You shall have whatsoever you say. If you talk sickness, you're going to get sickness. You can't pray if you, if you say it's the head. The enemy's attacking the head and it's just throbbing. Pastor Cher, will you agree with me in the name of Jesus? For healing from a headache? Sure. Amen. In Jesus' name. Well, I'm going to go get me an aspirin for my head because it's hurting. You just nullified it. Do you go to pay for merchandise? What do you think would happen if you were at the grocery store and you're buying your grocery items and you give the money or the card however your means and choice of paying but then you took the money back do you think you could walk away with the groceries this is spiritual food we're not going to walk away with spiritual food if we obey the word and then we take that back and that's what I hear I, I watch Christians doing this all the time they take two steps forward, and then they... But you don't know. The, you, you, you don't understand. I'm on Social Security. Show me in this Bible. Show me where it says that God is only enough when you're on Social... Or not enough if you're on Social Security. Wrong thinking. If that's where your faith is, I'm trying to tell you there's a better way. Amen. There is a better way. And I love the encouragement when there's an opportunity to sow. He's absolutely right. You determine what you want to sow. The Word says that. You determine your feel and you determine what you want to sow. So I'm going to come back over here to this man that trains people to have healthy bodies. I know what my age is. And I've already told you. I ate too much of the wrong kind of food. November and December. <clears throat> and I'm well on my way. I'm just within a two, couple of pounds. And see, he'll laugh. At, he'll, he'll laugh. Honey, you can gain two pounds in one day. Sure you can, and to the next day, and to the next day, and to the next day. But I promise you, it will take more effort to get the two plus the two plus the two plus the two plus the two off. Or do I not know what I'm talking about, Mr. Trainer? Got to burn it off, don't you? 
got to burn it all. So, I don't you laugh at me because I believe in exercise. So, my husband, he'll come in, he'll say, what are you doing? They're called squats, honey. Something that you don't think should be a part of your life. I'm not going to have the number of repetitions. This is about sewing. This man, no question about it, can out-squat me probably any day. But neither do I have the attitude because I can't do 20 squats, rest, take a break, 20 more, rest, take a break, 20 more. That doesn't mean I'm going to do, not do my 5 or 10. Hello? So we're back to Mark. He shall have whatsoever he saith. Therefore I say unto you, what things soever you desire, when you pray, believe you receive and you shall have. Mr. Attorney, is this passage compatible with Genesis chapter 1? Is it compatible with Job 22, 28? Is it compatible with Proverbs 4, 20 through 22? Is it compatible with Proverbs 18, 21? Do we have a consensus? Does everyone agree with that? Now, this is God, the God kind of faith. Believe that what you say will come to pass. Believe that what you say shall come to pass. 